Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 11th of January, the 11th day of 2021, leaving us the considerable inventory of 354 days ahead and leading us to believe 2022 is way out there somewhere. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide had topped 88.2 million, amounting to an increase of at least 4.6 million cases globally since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week bordered on 21.6 million, an increase of over 1.6 million cases since the week before. This past Friday, the New York Times reported that the U.S. top infectious disease expert, Anthony Fauci, quote, predicted the daily death toll from the coronavirus will continue to rise for weeks to come and counseled patients with the vaccination program gearing up across the nation. On that note, the United States Food and Drug Administration has continued its emergency use authorizations, or EUAs, for the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine and the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. And the CDC, or Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, has recommended giving COVID-19 vaccines in the following phases. 1A, healthcare personnel and long-term care facility residents. 1B, frontline essential workers and people aged 75 years and older. And 1C, people aged 65 through 74 years and people aged 16 through 64 years with underlying medical conditions and other essential workers. Elsewhere concerning COVID-19 on the planet, India has been maintaining a close second place worldwide this past week with 10.5 million confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus. Brazil continues in third place worldwide with 8 million confirmed cases this past week. Russia continues in fourth place, having about 3.4 million confirmed cases. France and the UK swapped places this past week, owing to the continued surge of a new strain of the virus in the UK, which has moved the UK into fifth place with 2.9 million cases, and France has fallen into sixth place with about 2.8 million confirmed cases. Turkey, which has 2.3 million confirmed cases, continues in seventh place. Importantly, the UK has already for a month been administering vaccine doses, proving true the fears of many that we humans will still have to be tenacious and determined in our fight against the novel coronavirus, since vaccination on its own will not be ending this pandemic anytime soon. Deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday were nearing 2 million. As Europe especially is beset with what's looking like a renewed rampage of the virus across the continent, the European Union's Executive Commission this past Wednesday gave the go-ahead to, to use the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine in the 27-nation EU. Meanwhile, on the other side of the pond, total confirmed COVID-19 deaths here in the United States near the end of this past week approached 366,000, an increase of at least 20,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 has been killing, on average, at least 2,857 United States citizens per day. That's about two people every minute. Midweek, when many folks celebrate Three Kings Day, also known as Little Christmas and the 12th day of Christmas, 
The U.S. had its worst day lately, when over 4,000 people died from COVID-19 in a single day. Wednesday, of course, was also the assault by various Trump supporters on the U.S. Capitol, an event because of its lack of masks that is now being considered a super-spreader COVID-19 event. Important to remember is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we currently have at least 24% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases and about 18% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet. Beyond doubt, COVID-19 couldn't ask for a better country to inhabit. We have proved from the beginning to be the most hospitable to the virus. Were we to look for a bit of brightness in all this, however, it might be that our odds of coping successfully with the challenge of defeating COVID-19 are improving, simply because we have had nearly a year of experience seeing what works and what doesn't, so that 2021 could well be the year we collectively, as Americans, get truly serious about fighting the novel coronavirus. Elsewhere internationally, second place in COVID fatalities goes again to Brazil, nearing 201,000 deaths from the virus since the beginning of the pandemic. India is again in third place with close to 151,000 deaths, and Mexico remains in fourth place with almost 132,000 coronavirus deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. Heavenward, early evening in the east-southeast sky, look for the stars Betelgeuse and Rigel in the constellation Orion, and then drop down to the constellation Monoceros, the unicorn, reckoned from left to right by the stars Procyon, M50, and Sirius. Wednesday night is New Year's Eve by the way of the Julian or old-style calendar. Today in 1838, Samuel Morris and Alfred Vail at the Speedwell Ironworks in Morristown, New Jersey, performed the first public demonstration of telegraph messages sent using dots and dashes. Today in 1755, in Charlestown, island of Navis, British West Indies, Rachel Fawcett, said to have been a beautiful and spirited woman, gave birth to Alexander Hamilton whose last name belonged to a less-than-respectable Scot named James Hamilton, whom Rachel had spent some time with after a series of affairs after she had become dissatisfied with her marriage to a West Indian merchant, who would have Rachel arrested for adultery. She managed to escape serious punishment and opened up a grocery, where young Alexander kept the books until age 12, when his mother died. He became a clerk in St. Croix until age 18 and then sailed to New York City to study law. At the time, of course, the colonies were everywhere sprouting sentiments of independence and Alexander joined in by writing pamphlets supporting rebellion. Within a couple of years, the revolution broke out and Alexander Hamilton organized a company of artillery, attracting the attention of General George Washington who appointed Hamilton as an aide and awarded him the rank of lieutenant colonel. After the war, Washington appointed Hamilton secretary of the treasury, who, with his strong fiscal policies, prevented the financial ruin of the fledgling United States. Today is also the birthday of English mechanical engineer Samuel Bentham in 1757, of American psychologist and philosopher William James in 1842, of American retailer Harry Gordon Selfridge in 1858, of American conservationist and co-founder of the Wilderness Society Aldo Leopold in 1887, 
of American suffragist Alice Paul in 1885, of Australian actor Rod Taylor in 1930, of Jewish-American sculptor Eva Hesse in 1936, and of nurse and country music singer Naomi Judd in 1946. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fourth official week of winter, and again, Happy New Year, everyone.